I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and I got a special guest today. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about how to live with the unpredictable. Well, this can be a real challenge. It can be a real challenge and you have to make a very serious grown-up decision about it. And when you're dealing with somebody who's very unpredictable, it could be for many different reasons. Many different reasons. The person could have some kind of uh, attachment trauma or personality disorder. Or general anxiety that you're not sure is coming from where. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. But there's going to be a lot of different reasons to, you know, why somebody might have right. unpredictable behavior. Right. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. And you really need to decide how much of it you think you're going to be able to put up with. Mm -hmm. People may have mood swings for various reasons, not as dramatic as bipolar. I think we all know about that these days. Um, pe people could have an early attachment trauma, so being in a relationship and finding out what's comfortable for you in terms of closeness and distance can be very anxiety provoking as you're learning what your position is and what works for you. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I don't think people are even have the idea, the concept, until they kind of stumble upon until, my videos. Until, yeah, until they come to it. But it's a huge decision and it's, a, it's an issue that every couple has to deal with. No one's perfect. What of the partner's imperfections can you live with and what not? Mm -hmm. And it depends on if you understand how they came about, if there's anything that can be done about them. But one person may want more distance than the other, and one person may want more closeness than the other. Mm -hmm. That can often be worked out, and that's fine. But if it's going to disrupt everybody's life, that's not fine. No. And it can be very disruptive. Yes. And not just disruptive to you. I mean, if they have kids, mm -hmm. they're going to be in, um, um, affected by this. Okay. And, yep. you know, there's going to be a lot of other people that are going to be affected depending upon how severe. One severely unpredictable person can touch many people <laughs> in and outside of a family. Yeah. That's right. Um, so today's video is about a couple in their mid-30s that dated for 10 months. And he said, Melissa was the initiator. She signed her son up for the baseball team I coached. That's how we met. On Halloween, we found out she was pregnant. Uh, I have a seven-year-old boy who stays with me, and she has three kids. Wow. Um, okay. Now, this is where things get rough. A few months later, she miscarried. Now, before she miscarried, we really started to fall for each other. Even talked about possibly getting married. A few weeks after she lost the baby, she broke up with me, said God was doing something to her. Oh, I see. Um, I think she felt like she was being punished for being with somebody that she wasn't married to, and here she has three children. That's just my speculation, but that's what would go through my mind right away. That's, very, that's an interesting take on that. Um, the thing that I was thinking about that is she is dealing with the loss of a child and probably trying to make sense of it too. Yes, indeed. And so, yeah. 
she needs to feel like it happened for a reason, not it just happened because, you know. Bad things happen to good people. Mm -hmm. But so in her mind, she believes that God may be, may be punishing her? Punishing her or saying to her, you should not be in this relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's going to have a huge effect on... Of course it is. A any ability to try and work it out with her. Because if she has this belief that God did divine intervention, right. then, you know, she's going to feel like, who am I to mess with that? He said, she got real religious on me. Never stopped texting or talking to me, though. Her dad was a minister. Oh, that throws a whole other light on it. What, what are your thoughts about that? Well, I, I like my initial theory of guilt. Mm -hmm. Her parents are true Christians. Now we live in the same apartment complex, and our kids are on the same baseball team, which I coach in the same school. The whole time, keep in mind, that she just got out of a year and a half relationship. So she had a long-term relationship and jumped into a relationship not with him. The, not the father of the children, I gather. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't say, but um, oh. it doesn't sound like it. Right. So she's now been with two men mm -hmm. to whom she was not married. Mm -hmm. Probably not a big hit at home. <laughs> now, it was a long distance with this guy and he would stop trying, or he wouldn't stop trying to get her back, sending her letters, gifts, and he was very persistent. The the ex that was out of the picture. Right. So during the next two weeks, we still talked and eventually got back together again. We went on vacation for two days. And with with the boyfriend, the most recent boyfriend. He and her. Yeah. Okay. The guy who wrote the letter. Got it. Went on vacation for two days and came back right after Valentine's Day. And then she did it again. She said she's not ready for a relationship. I said, okay. I was thinking it was her ex. So we continue to talk. I even see her and we continue working out together. But by March, we are dating again. So they broke up again on Valentine's Day, and then they're back together in March. She brings up marriage. Okay. After they had broken up, gotten back together, broken up, gotten back together, yes. and now she brings up marriage. Now she brings up marriage, because she's tired of this too. Okay. <laughs> That's another thing I forgot to mention. Every time we got back, she brings up getting married. So things are great as usual. I mean, we never fight or anything. Probably one of the best relationships I've ever been in. Always out with the kids as well. By end of April, she does it to me again. Please. Same story. I'm not ready for a relationship. She says she has issues. I'm sure by now she certainly does. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, she's probably starting to figure it out. Yeah. And this is what, the fifth time they've broken up in four months? So again, we start to, we still talk, occasionally seeing each other and start talking about getting back early May now. So now they're talking in May. She talked about getting over her ex as one of the issues. She blocked him now and stopped all communication. So we get back and again, she brings up marriage. What do you think is going on here? She's all over the place. She's all over the place. That would be exactly what I would say. She has no idea what she wants. Mm -hmm. And what you don't know is if it's truly religion on her part or if it translates into pressure from her family of origin. 
and if she has not fully separated from them, it's no wonder that she's having trouble making a decision. Mm -hmm. Now he's clear that he has always cared about her. Mm -hmm. I would advise him to be very careful about how well she's doing in her own maturity and ability to make decisions. Mm -hmm. Yes, because she makes a decision, she changes her mind right. almost immediately. Right. And like I say, I don't know whether that's pressure from the family of origin and it's guilt-provoking, but I hear guilt in here somewhere. Interesting. Yeah. So this continues again. Same pattern until June. We're off again. She says she's going home for the weekend to her city. When she comes back, she tells me she went to see her ex-boyfriend. Oh. This poor guy. Now, they were off again, so technically she could do what she wanted, yeah. but he's got to be extremely frustrated well, with this. And, and he has a child, let's remember, and so does she. Mm -hmm. She has three. Yeah. Um, so none of the children involved here, as much as they will insist they don't know anything about it, they know that their parents are anxious, mm -hmm. and they know that it's on again, off again. So somebody's got to make a decision here. Mm -hmm. Now he says, now she didn't have to tell me that. She said she doesn't stop sending her stuff. Oh, he doesn't stop sending her stuff. So, okay, this I have a real problem with. Okay. okay. She doesn't, or he. I can't talk straight, Margaret. He. She said he doesn't stop sending her stuff. So she needed to go there because he wanted to come out, or he wanted her to come out here. She couldn't say no? Exactly. That's a load of nonsense. Well, and it, it connects with the decision-making problems I hear. I would say so. But, I mean, she is constantly back and forth. She can't make a decision on him or the ex, and no. she's constantly going no. back and forth. She said she got it over with, and all she ever did was think about me and that we weren't together at this point. She said the intimate relationship she had with him is over and there's nothing there anymore that it's with me now and she's glad to get it behind her. But it sounds like they checked it out one more time. <laughs> it certainly does. Yes. So a few weeks go by and she comes to me and says she's moving back to her hometown after going to visit her parents for the weekend. I convince her to come back up to a lake house I rented for the day. While up there, we get back together. She wants to, but she also says, did we just get engaged? Okay. Yeah, this woman is has many issues. And the fastest assessment in my book to do on an adult who comes to you is to look at how they make grown-up decisions, mm -hmm. and she can't. I mean, he didn't propose. No. He didn't say anything about getting engaged. Well, maybe then she wouldn't have to go back there. That's a good point with the parents. Right. I see her as being caught with relig between religious parents and what she really wants, and she's never had a chance to figure out what she really wants, doesn't appear to me. Oh, well, yeah, maybe sounds like she's... So she's driven by her feelings, which seem to change regularly. <laughs> With the blink of an eye. <laughs> to put it mildly. He says, honestly, I didn't know what the hell she was talking about, but I went with it because all I want to do is be with her. Oh, 
Poor guy. Why would he go along with an engagement that he didn't even propose? He's well, just... yeah, but you don't know if he has any need to be distracted by this either. Because sometimes if you're really depressed or you're having a tough time, there's nothing like introducing some other crazy thing to distract yourself. <laughs> That's a very good point. The next few weeks, everything is really good. I give her a ring and officially propose. We're engaged for about two weeks. Here we go again. The whole time she tells me she's going to see a therapist and will think. Very good idea. Yes, it's yes. a great idea. Good idea, good for her. Uh, she's been really open the whole time about needing help. She also has very bad anxiety and kind of depressed a bit. I'll rest my case about the craziness working against that. So we tell families and the kids. We start looking at houses. A few more days go by and I get the dreaded text. <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> this poor guy. Yeah, this poor guy. She was stressing and didn't want to get married. We were kind of rushing because we said it for two weeks and I was okay with waiting. She was still okay with being engaged. So they were wanting to get married two weeks later? I wonder if she thinks that will sort of end the crazy efforts to, to make a decision. But it's not a good idea. This is not well thought out. No, it's not. No. All right, there's more. Of course there is. <laughs> then we took a trip in the middle of July, and on the last day of the trip, she tells me her anxiety is up again, and she can't do this. She doesn't want to be engaged or in a relationship. You can't make this stuff up. No, you couldn't make it up. <laughs> oh, man. The thing is, every time she's broken up with me, she tells me the same thing. I'm not, it's not you. You're it's great. Me. I'm just a crazy person. She has some insight. God love her. When I did she this... She doesn't sound mean. She just sounds like she's in a terrible turmoil. What? I mean, are you sensing anything other than the guilt thing? Like, I thought maybe borderline. I mean... Right. There are certain people in this world who have what's called a personality disorder, which makes relationships difficult. Um, That's the same. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't think this woman has ever gotten to the point, I'm, I'm speculating because I don't think we have enough information, where she can make adult decisions. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't sound like she, she can. She also seems to have an overload of anxiety mm -hmm. that any decision she makes is going to be the wrong one or that she's going to get in trouble with her parents or the boyfriend or somebody. Or God. Or, or God, yeah, absolutely. Um, so she's got some real work to do mm -hmm. before she can love anybody. Obviously, he finds her very lovable. Yes, I guess when they're actually yeah. spending time when it's together. Good, it's very, very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. We need to stay away from each other. But then she ends up texting me and never letting me go. So we come back home last week and she tells me the same thing. We don't talk for one day. Then she reaches out through email. I tell her just text. 
She starts texting me about her office and just nonsense things after she said we needed to be away from each other. See, this is why I thought she was a borderline. She it could just... well be. She doesn't relate in any reasonable way. Um, and as soon as she starts to get close or to even think about a commitment, she backs out again. I mean, and now it's back and forth on a daily basis. It right. was weekly, right. bi-weekly. And you certainly wonder what went on when she was really young. Any thoughts on that? Well, again, we don't have enough information, so it's pure speculation. But she is not at all consistent in her relationships, and mm -hmm. she's kind of surprised when he is. So that makes you wonder if she's used to consistency. Mm -hmm. I would tell her, if she were my client, that her goal is boredom. She <laughs> needs to be able to tolerate a stable situation which may not be, it may not have the excitement of on again, off again. Mm -hmm. And for either of them, it could be masking a depression because it's hard to, to be really sad when you're engaged in all this. True. All right, so there's some more. So I try to talk to her about getting back and she shoots it down. I ignore her for one day and don't reply, and she texts back with, she just wants to talk to me about moving, and she guesses I don't care. Oh, and I forgot, the day before, the day before this, she texts me to come outside so she can show me what she bought. I mean, she just broke up with me again, and she won't text me. So this is where we are now. So we go out on one of the nights that week. I basically tell her I can't be friends with her or see her. She still wants her son on my baseball team, and I told her I don't know. So I tell her goodnight, and then Friday she texts me songs and something that made her laugh. I didn't respond. I'm in love with her. She wants to be friends again. She constantly wants to get married. Then I can't be in a relationship, she says. I mean, I can't understand not getting married. Or I can understand not getting married, but why do we actually have to break up all the time and not even maintain a relationship? I would guess, and again this is speculation, that her very young life was on again, off again. But I'm very glad she's in therapy, and I think she's pretty close to crisis. Because this is going to stop working to distract her from whatever the real issue is at some point. You know, and. And this poor guy, I feel bad for him. It sounds like he really loves her, and he mm. just doesn't know what to do. But I think, unfortunately, saying no is his best. Uh, stay in therapy, please. Um, you're close to crisis. Yeah. All right, we got some more here. The relationship has been great apart from that. Not one thing to <laughs> complain about. <laughs> Except that it lasts two or three weeks, and that's the end of it, right? Yeah. Oh man, sometimes that even. I mean, that. it would be bad enough if there weren't kids involved. Um, it would. It's not good for anybody who's involved here. Yeah. Well, they they have different children. They don't have yeah, children yeah, together yet. She always tells me how I'm great and amazing, and when she does break up, she always tells me it's just her being crazy and her anxiety. Well, I gotta give her that. Yeah. That's reasonable, and it shows that she certainly does have some insight. Yes, I agree. She always continues to call me. The last time before this last breakup with her marriage, I told her when she broke up with me, I couldn't see her anymore, and I'm sorry, and I understand her decision, and the next few days she texted me all kinds of nice stuff. It was like a complete 180. Then, of course, a few days later, we got back together again. What do I do now? 
Unfortunately, I think he has to bite the bullet and say this has to be over. And as long, if this is relieving her anxiety by switching to another topic to be anxious about, it may not be helping her, her therapy either, because she may be dealing with the real issues with this craziness. And there are people who are so used to craziness, they find it impossible to live without it. Interesting. Um, and will inevitably find somebody um, who will go along with it, and up to now this poor guy has. Um, but she's in, she's not well at all. No. No. Um, he says, how do I deal with this, and does she possibly have a mental disorder? Yes. Uh, now, we're talking about, as far as we know, again, we don't know if she has bipolar disorder, although... She hasn't been nasty. No, she hasn't. So, I'm, I'm, But I'm saying, in, in terms of mood swings, that's the first thing you think of. But no, she hasn't been nasty. She's really quite nice until mm -hmm. she gets too anxious to cope. Um, but I don't think it's ever going to work out unless she gets into therapy and really gives it her all. How old is this woman? Uh, I believe she was in her mid-thirties. Yeah. And I don't think she's going to get any support from her family. Doesn't um, sound like it. Who, it. who I think intervened periodically and successfully. But I feel very bad for her. Does she have a mental illness? I would say that she probably has what's called a personality disorder. Mm -hmm. And what you look at is how much is it disrupting your life. And she can't live two minutes without it disrupting her life. So she really, really needs to be in therapy. Yeah. And I was thinking borderline because she's her anxiety level is so yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. And it's just a constant right. back and forth, back and forth, right. back and forth every right. day. Right. And she can't manage that. No, she can't. Um, and it may not be... Although she does have some strengths, oftentimes borderlines will divide the world into good and bad, and mm -hmm. she may not. She may want him to see her as all good, and back out every time she feels like she's going to get mad or do something with him or something, mm -hmm. or do something to him. Um, but I think he needs to do exactly what he's doing and say no, and she needs to really, really persist in her therapy. That's right. Because I don't want her to make a suicide attempt. And when all of this stops working, that's a possibility. You think so? Right. Borderline personality disorder is the severest of the personality disorders. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure anybody else could do this. Right? Right. As far as personality right. disorder-wise, that's right. what I, right. I, I... I just... it keeps... it's so... I mean, it must have happened 20 times. Right. right. And you see people who've lived in crisis like this for years and say to them, how did you do it? And they say, well, I didn't know anything else. Probably because their early childhood was a lot like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. No question. So, very, very difficult situation. And this is a, a, obviously an extreme situation yeah. where it's not a simple, is no contact going to work? Right. I mean, we have a serious issue going on, a serious attachment disorder going on that she can't even be attached to this guy or even the idea of a relationship for right. more than a couple days. But she does have some attachment to this guy, I think. She yeah she yes. obviously cares yes, about him she does. and she and she is constantly saying you're great which um, kind of no. would go along with the borderline saying right. you're great if it's black and white and yeah. he's always great yeah and she's terrible uh, I would uh, if were I to talk with him directly I would want to know about his other relationships has, mm, has she has has she had other people who live in turmoil. And what are his relationships like that he's attracted to her? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Has so. he, is he a rescuer? 
Uh, I mean, you don't know. Again, we don't have that much information. But I would want to know if it was working for him in any way. Mm -hmm. Sounds like, other than the breakups, he was pretty happy. He was, yes, he was quite happy. Tough situation. It is a bit sad yeah. because they seem to be nice people who love each other. Yeah. And nothing's going to work. And this is why I'm always telling everybody that every breakup is different. Every situation is so different. And I see that all day, every day. I mean, this is an extreme situation. And uh, that's why I wanted you to your thoughts on this one as well. Are we still on? And I would highly recommend that he talk with someone. A Skype would be a great start um, before he continues with this relationship and certainly before he gets into another one. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email or Skype coaching. If you like the video, throw a like on there. Uh, that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.